0: The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. What we'll
1: brings you to the Shy? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the side. A new rain is coming to the South Side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's
0: job. The Shy. New episodes now streaming. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with the Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. The subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply.
1: Good morning, it's Wednesday, February 26th, and you are listening to the College Football Daily, a 24-7 sports podcast dedicated to catching you up on and breaking down the day's college football news. My name is Connor Tapp, I'm joined in the studio today by Trey Scott. Trey, you know, the coaching carousel starting to slow down a bit and we're starting to see some of these extensions and uh, kind of tinkering around the edges with existing coaches here and we've got another news item along those lines today.
0: Yeah it's that time of the year and usually I'm not too interested in these because extensions and raises are a formality but the raise at Ohio State coach Ryan Day just got is massive so he, he's going to get a three-year contract ex- extension pending approval from their board of trustees but his salary is jumping from four and a half million to seven point six million per year. That's crazy. Like he's now third among all college football mm. head coaches in salary, according to USA Today. He's one of five now who are making over seven million a year. And I think the most interesting part of all of this, and I would I would guess this was done intentionally. Ryan Day is now just slightly above Jim Harbaugh <laughs> as far as annual salary. Oh, conveniently making. <laughs> A mere a hundred thousand dollars more than Harbaugh per year. I think this is this is great for Ohio State. Dave was the, had four years left on his deal, but he earned it after a thirteen and one season.
1: yeah, tabling any, you know arguments that you might want to make about skyrocketing coaching salaries and all that. I mean, it's hard to argue that Ryan Day does not deserve this. I think as as I was reading this news story, a thing that struck me is I think we might have underrated the job he did. It might not have gotten enough attention. And we always talk about how hard it is to be the guy after the guy. And he, like, improved upon what the guy was doing in his first year. I mean, Ohio State, same talent level that they've always had, but just played with an organization and like, unification of purpose. Like, they were all on the same page past years under Urban Meyer. They felt disorganized. And the job that Ryan Day did last year uh, was just incredible. What's interesting is that
0: you look at Ryan Day's career as a whole, and he has that 3-0 and record as an interim coach in 2018. Ryan Day is like going to be earning his money this fall. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying Ohio State's not going to be great. They're going to be a top-five team. But in one year already, he has to replace his defensive coordinator, co-defensive coordinator Jeff Halfley. Mm-hmm. He has to replace an offensive mind on his staff, Mike Yurchich, who left for Texas. He has to replace Chase Young, J.K. Dobbins, Jeff Okuda. Like this is, I, I think this is a, a rightful leap of faith by Ohio State to go to 7.6, and I think if you see Ohio State make the playoff this year, given the fact that there's – I mean, yes, Justin Fields is back, but there certainly still is kind of a little bit of attrition Ryan Day has to weather. I think him making the playoff or winning the Big Ten would be a, a further justification that he was worthy of this salary.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe you see Ohio State take a little bit of a step back with with the turnover at the coaching positions, but the goodwill he built up with that really strong year one, I think, is going to carry him a really long way and keep stave off any conversation about this being overpaying. And he is recruiting so well right now. So his first class, the shortened class, was kind of disappointing.
0: I believe it was 14th or so. The 2021 class that they're building right now has the potential to be number one in the country. Wow. So they are they're turning. I mean. Ohio State's already a power, and for our lifetimes, it's probably been the most consistent power in college football, but they might be getting even better as the years go on.
1: All right, we're going to take a quick break, and on the other side, we've got an interesting plot twist in the Michigan football program's annual overseas trip and Ed Orgeron adding a former LSU star to the coaching staff. Welcome back to the College Football Daily. Trey, the coronavirus has come to college football. Well, kind of. Uh, The Michigan Wolverines are taking the prophylactic measure of canceling what would have been their fourth annual overseas trip this spring, citing public health concerns, particularly the COVID-19 or coronavirus epidemic, which so far is believed to be responsible for almost 3,000 deaths worldwide. Trey, remember... When Harbaugh first took his team to Italy in 2017, it played in the media like kind of a cheap publicity stunt. We had the satellite camp controversy going on, and it was just kind of like, oh, boy, here goes Harbaugh again. the sure, way, To get his uh, team in the headline doing something weird, but like... I feel like this tradition has aged pretty well, and now it kind of, as the years have gone on, it seems like a good-faith attempt to add value to the Michigan football scholarship from a like, cultural and educational aspect, which is kind of refreshing. So uh, I'm a little sad to see that they're having to cancel that this year. Uh, since they won't be traveling out of country this spring break, as they have the past three years, a Michigan spokesman said the Wolverines football players would instead be taking up a yet-to-be-determined public service project. Kind of a crummy replacement for going on yeah. vacation. Now we're it's picking like, up trash yeah, imagine, on the side yeah, of the road. <laughs> imagine <laughs> your luck. You're like an incoming freshman. You're like, yo,
0: these guys have been to Italy, <laughs> South Africa. Yeah, now you're doing the recycling, 16-hour recycling shift. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the coronavirus. I mean, it's I know the this Olympics.
1: Is a, the Olympics could I know this is too. an issue that's top of mind for you, our no, resident. No, yeah. no, 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 <laughs> no, no. Uh, my
0: hypochondriac days are over. But okay. the coronavirus, it's, you know michigan shook <laughs> um i got i got some news here uh, you guys remember kevin falk well he is the new lsu running backs coach uh, replacing outgoing running backs coach and recruiting coordinator tommy robinson who took uh, the same job on the texas a&m staff so ed orgeron had kevin falk on his staff as director of player development and now he's going to give him an on-field role uh a pretty important job, and Falk is a lead, leading rusher in school history, which I did not know, and a three time Super Bowl champion. But leading rusher, in it, I
1: had no idea. Mm. I, I probably a little bit have guessed, before your time. Yeah, I probably would have guessed Leonard Fournette. Uh, Yesterday, we mentioned that Indiana tight end Peyton Hendershot is facing charges of felony residential entry and misdemeanor domestic battery, criminal mischief, and criminal conversion, all stemming from an altercation with his ex-girlfriend. ESPN reported on Monday night after we'd already recorded yesterday's episode that the Hoosiers head coach Tom Allen has made the decision to suspend Hendershot indefinitely, saying in a statement that he will continue to monitor the situation pending further development. That's going to do it for today's episode of the College Football Daily. If you appreciate what we're doing, please express your support by leaving us a five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts. For Trey Scott and our producer, Tony Levitt, I'm Connor Tapp, and we'll see you on Thursday for the next edition of the College Football Daily.
0: streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig What's Bob Marley One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.